0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. I was a little nervous about doing this intro because I've been dealing with some nasty head cold or something, and it knocked me on my ass for a couple of days, and I still, I feel a lot better. I feel basically 100%. I'll say I'm 95%, but I still sound like shit, which is not ideal for recording a podcast, but we're here, we're gonna get it done anyway. And before we jump into the topic today, we're going to discuss fat loss. More importantly, we're going to discuss, can you eat whatever you want and lose fat? The answer might surprise you. It's partially yes and partially no with some nuance. I know it's another, it depends answer, but I love to break down these complex nuanced questions because it's important. We have this tendency to go on one side of the extreme or the other. And we have to understand that the middle ground is where the answers live. And that's where we need to live. But I, I do want to explain it because there's, there's something interesting that happened through this conversation that I will share very shortly. First, I want to award our Mind Over Macros Review winner of the week. If you, do, if you haven't heard, we have a new little thing that we're doing on the show we give away some free supplements every single week to one person who leaves a five-star rating and review. Now, the way that you do it, you pull up Apple Podcasts, you go to the search bar, even if you're already subscribed to the show, you go to the search function, you type in Mind Over Macros, you click on the little thumbnail that has my ugly face on it, and then you scroll down until you see The ratings and reviews, and then you tap to to actually write a review. You should see um, you click the five star, you write a review, and you're eligible to win some free supplements that week. So, our winner for this week is L. Heigel. L. Heigel said, Getting fit after 40. This podcast with Shannon and Mike was terrific. I am 58 years old, and the insight you both provide is wonderful. Less is more. That is absolutely correct. Thank you so much for the review. You are the winner. You get a free supplement of your choice. All you have to do is email me. The email address is mike at peakoptimizationperformance.com. And I will hook you up with one of our supplements of your choice or a supplement from our sponsor. So either Organify or Cured. That's how it works. If you want to be eligible for this week, Just follow the instructions that I outlined on how to leave a five-star rating and review. All right, let's get into it. Oh, I should also mention that you should be following me on Instagram. It's at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And you know, if you want to share the episode to your stories, I always appreciate that. And you can tag me or you can just reach out directly, hit me up and uh, let me know if the podcast has been helpful for you in any way. It always means the world to me to hear some feedback. So let's get into this conversation. Now, there's a chance that I've already talked about this before. So before I get blasted for talking about the same shit over and over again, I'm just going to say I may have already talked about this, and that's okay, because we need to revisit this discussion. I actually posted a poll on my Instagram stories, and it said, let me find it. It said, would you rather... there's two options. Number one, be able to drink and eat out more frequently, but delay your results by several months or number two, tighten up and get it done sooner while missing out on more social events. And this was a very heated poll. So it's a very heated poll where the final outcome was slightly in favor of option two. It was like 50, 50 dead, even down the middle for the first like 400 votes. And I think we ended up with like 500 or 600 votes or something like that, but it was almost dead even. Um, And it ended up being a slight advantage to number two, which was like tighten up and just get it done. Even if I have to miss out on some social events. And I think why that's interesting is because a lot of people say that they want to just tighten up and get it done, but they don't act that way. And on the flip side, a lot of people say, you know what, I'm cool. Like 50% of you said, I'm cool with being more flexible and drinking more and going out more if that means that my results are delayed by a few months. You say that, but then your actions tell a different story or even your words tell a different story because you get impatient and you're like, what the hell? Why isn't this happening fast enough? Why isn't the scale going down? Why not this? Like what is what's going on, right? So, you're saying you're okay with the delay, but you're not really okay with the delay. But then you act impatiently or you communicate to your coach that it's not happening fast enough or whatever the case may be. You start to press, you start to push, and then it's like, "Wait, let's let's remember" that you're choosing more flexibility and it's okay that the results aren't taking or aren't happening as quickly as you want. Or on the flip side, what I see is people who say, you know what, I just want to like tighten up and get it done. But then they're not actually tightening up. Like they say, I want to tighten up, but then they don't tighten up and they're like, wait a minute, I'm sacrificing all these things. It's like, are you really though? Or is that just the perception? Is that just what you're telling yourself? And here's why this is so important to dissect because we have these two extremes that often exist on the, on the one hand you have the camp that is really like kind of the, the beast mode extremist perfectionist camp where they're like, look, if you want something, you better just go get it and make it happen. And there's no room for errors. There's no room for mistakes. And I've witnessed firsthand how damaging that perfectionist mindset can be. I used to work for a company that literally would like grade clients on how well they hit their macros down to the gram. And you would get like a score and it would either be like a green or a red. A green is like, good job. You passed. And a red was like, fuck you. You're a failure. And then, and like, there was no coaching involved. It was literally just be better. It was like, Oh, you hit reds on your macros. Just be better, be a better person, be a better macroer. like, that's not coaching and not only is it not coaching but it facilitates disordered eating it facilitates a poor relationship with food and a poor relationship with with data actually and then it was like well if you are you know hitting your your quote unquote green macros like you're hitting your macros but things aren't progressing then it must be your fault you're either lying or you're not doing enough and like this way of thinking is very damaging. Uh, I've, I watched person after person struggle. Uh, they would gain a bunch of weight after they would lose it because it's it's stressful. It's stressful to always try to be perfect. So even if you're getting results that way, inevitably you're going to break. Inevitably, inevitably you're going to crack, and then usually that's when the wheels come flying off because you've put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. It doesn't end well. But then on the other on the other hand, I feel like. There are people like me who witnessed coaching that was done that way. And they were like, this is a a huge disservice. And I agree, huge disservice to individuals like yourself who just want to be better and make some changes and be healthier and fit and, you know, feel more comfortable in your clothes and your own skin. So we witnessed a disservice being done. So we were like, let's change the narrative. But there were a lot of coaches who took that too far and went to the extreme end of you can eat whatever the fuck you want and still lose fat. And that was like the pendulum swinging hard in the other direction, being like, you can can have your cake, you can have your cookies, you can have your ice cream, you can drink beer, you can drink wine, you can do all of these things and still lose fat. And here's the thing. Yes, you can. But let's not make it seem like it can be a total free-for-all. And that is really the distinction that I would like to make. And I I am going to circle this back to the poll that we talked about and how this all fits in. But the distinction that we have to make is you cannot simply eat whatever you want and lose fat. The message should be you can fit and you should fit certain foods that you love into your plan and still lose fat. However, fat loss in and of itself comes with a whole shitload of sacrifices and trade-offs that need to be made, and you should really think long and hard about whether you want to pursue that or not. That's the reality. That's the truth that a lot of people are afraid to communicate because it's like, well, if I tell a client the truth, then maybe they won't hire me, but that is misleading to say you can eat whatever you want and lose fat. So a lot of times to prove this point, you'll see coaches or people on on social media be like, well, there was this guy who ate nothing but Twinkies and he lost weight. So clearly you can eat whatever you want and lose weight. Yes, that's true. But he ate a very low calorie amount of Twinkies. He ate like, I think it was like 1200 or 1100 calories a day just from Twinkies, something like that. Anyway, he was in a calorie deficit. So yes, he lost weight and his health markers improved, which a lot of people were surprised because Twinkies aren't the highest nutrient-dense food, but losing body fat in and of itself can improve your health marker. So it wasn't actually all that surprising. Then you have like Jordan Syatt was on my podcast. You can go back and listen to the episode where he talked about his uh, Big Mac challenge where he ate a Big Mac every single day during a fat loss phase and was able to, to lose weight. So yes, you can incorporate foods like that. Uh, people have done challenges like that all the time. I think it was uh, Sohi who was doing like a Snickers challenge where she ate a Snickers bar every day and lost weight. I had a colleague who did like a donut challenge where he ate a donut every day and still lost weight. It, it's not a big deal. It's it's different to say you can fit these foods in and lose weight versus the message of you can eat whatever you want and lose fat. And I think that's really the point that I'm trying to make. Uh, we, we don't talk enough about the sacrifices of fat loss. I think sometimes we try to glamorize it and we try to make it sound like it doesn't have to suck. It, it does have to suck. That's the shit that nobody is going to tell you. It actually does have to suck. The goal is to make it suck as little as possible, but make no mistake about it. It's going to suck because you are purposefully imposing a stressor on your system. You're telling your body that it's not going to get enough energy to maintain. So your body's like, well, shit, we got to do something about this and it will adapt. And one of the ways that it adapts is through regulating Your hormones and your metabolism. So, you will feel more hunger. You will feel more fatigue. You will suffer with poor sleep quality. You will struggle with your mood swings. You will probably have some cravings and you'll probably perform worse in the gym. The objective is to make it suck as little as possible. Now, one of the ways to do that is to actually incorporate the foods that you do enjoy in moderation. So, the one extreme is eliminate all bad foods, right? Quote, unquote, bad foods. Eliminate carbs, eliminate sugar, eliminate processed foods, blah, 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 right? We get the, the perfectionist extremists on one end. They're saying like, be perfect, eliminate everything that's quote, unquote, bad. And then on the other end, you have the people who say, you can eat whatever you want and lose fat. And this guy ate Twinkies and this person ate Big Macs and this, whatever. The answer is in the middle. The answer is you should figure out how to incorporate certain things in moderation. You also need to understand there are a lot of sacrifices that need to be made. You will not be able to drink as much unless you don't care about your results happening in any sort of a timely fashion or at all, because alcohol alone can completely derail your progress. Dining out alone can completely derail your progress. Restaurant meals are very calorie dense, more so than you probably think. If you're going out to eat, you're easily getting a thousand calories or more in that one meal. Even if you're trying to make quality decisions when you're going out, it just is what it is. We have to understand the sacrifices and the trade-offs. It doesn't mean that it's not worth it. It's just, is it worth it for you based off of this phase of life? So that's the message. The message is, yes, you should figure out how to eat certain foods that you love in moderation, but yes, you should also be aware of the sacrifices that you probably won't be able to drink as much. You probably won't be able to dine out as much. You probably won't have as much freedom and flexibility as you would like. It will suck. It. The goal is to just make it suck as little as possible. And that's why Fat loss phases should be short and sweet and to the point. And that is also why you should not be in fat loss all the time. We have to spend more time in maintenance. We have to spend more time building muscle. I know I sound like a broken record, but I'm going to keep saying it until it registers. Okay, so that is the message. Now, tying this back to the poll that that I posted on my Instagram stories and why I think this all connects is because I think... That we like to believe on the one half that we're okay with results taking longer. If, if that's true, option one, you drink a little bit more, you eat out a little bit more, you have a little bit more freedom and flexibility, but you're delaying your results. You're taking a longer path to get there. If that is what you want, here's what we have to remember. When you say that you want that thing, you are projecting out and you're still envisioning yourself with the results that you want, right? You're kind of like projecting, you know, I'm going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to drink. I'm going to do these things and I'm still going to get the body that I desire. And you're not thinking about all the time that's going to pass between now and then. When you are picking option two, You're thinking about the result happening very quickly and then getting back to more freedom and flexibility, but you're not thinking about the suck in the moment that it's like how bad it's actually going to suck when you tighten up and you stop being as social and you stop drinking as much, you stop eating out as much. So the reason why that happens is because our brain can make decisions based off of our future self. But then when we're in the moment of decisions, we're making those decisions oftentimes for our current self. And then there's a disconnect there because for your future self, you may have decided one thing, but then your current self is like, no, but I I want this instant gratification right now. So that's why I say the people who chose option one, you're probably going to wake up one morning, the scale is going to be up and you're going to be pissed at yourself. But guess what? You chose that option for your future self. So right, there's a disconnect. And the same thing with the person, option two, who's suffering through fat loss because they decided to tighten up and just get it done and sacrifice a whole bunch of things. They're going to be like, oh shit, this is actually pretty miserable. My current self doesn't like this. So you might sacrifice your future self and be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. Do you understand how we we have to have this awareness and, and recognize the big picture? And also recognize that if we're going to be playing this game forever, we are playing this game forever. This is an infinite game. It doesn't end. There's no finish line. There's no end point. We're in this forever. We have to play it for the love of the game. That's all there is to it. We have to play it for the love of the game. So pick the option that allows you to enjoy the game the most and stay true to what you say you want. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to change your mind. But remember, when you are voluntarily signing up to lose body fat, you are signing up for sacrifice. You are signing up for it to suck. You are volunteering. Nobody's forcing you. You're volunteering yourself to do that. If you choose to play a longer game, nobody's forcing you to do that. You're volunteering for a longer path to results. It's okay. And it's also okay to change your mind, but just Recognize what you're choosing. Nobody's forcing you to do it that way. I hope that makes sense. I hope you understand the importance of this message and why we have to break things down like this, because the worst possible situation is to have this cognitive dissonance between your future self and your current self. And then to to not understand why you're acting out of alignment. So let's let's close that gap. Let's bridge that gap by recognizing why you're choosing that. And then staying true to what you're choosing. Again, that doesn't mean you can't change your mind. But we want to go in with as much awareness around what the process is going to look like. As we put, like, this is why with with our coaching clients, this is why we are able to tell each individual how much flexibility they can have through the process. Knowing what that looks like is so valuable because then you. Are in a fully empowered position to make a decision. Like, we're gonna start with the most amount of flexibility possible, and then we're gonna slowly tighten it up because we just want the process to suck as little as possible. So, when we're putting somebody through a fat loss phase, we're gonna start with the most amount of flexibility, and then we're gonna tighten it up from there. But we can tell our clients, each individual, how much flexibility they can have. If it's, you know, untracked days, uh, you know untracked weekends, whatever it may be like we want to start with the most amount, but knowing that for each individual is so valuable another another nod to coaching and why I suggest everybody take that path because it will reward you over and over and over again and it will end a lot of frustration but this process you have to be aware of what you're choosing it is a choice and recognizing why you're making that choice and what that entails is really valuable. So hopefully that makes sense. Now, I learned something a little bit off topic, although nothing's really off topic here. I learned something that was really valuable for me. I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, I mentioned that I've been battling this head cold and uh, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice and how shitty I sound. Uh, My sleep has been off because it felt Like at night, it felt like I had a clamp on my brain that was just tightening and I was taking some medicine and then it wasn't really helping my sleep. So what I tried instead was I used the um, cured Serenity gummies. And instead of just taking two gummies, I tried three gummies and then I tried four gummies and I slept like a baby. Not only did I sleep like a baby, but probably the first time ever, two nights in a row that I didn't wake up in the middle of the night to pee. Now, I don't know if that was just coincidence, but I'm telling you, that has literally never happened to me. Mel can attest to the fact that I usually get up once, if not twice, in the middle of the night to pee every single night. And it pisses me off. Two nights in a row, I increased to three gummies and then four gummies. I did not get up in the middle of the night to pee. And it was a beautiful thing. I have not slept through the night in a very long time. So I highly recommend if you have not tried the cured serenity gummies. Do yourself a favor and go get them. You will not regret it. I'm telling you, I'm putting my name behind it, my word behind it. Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but go try for yourself. Go to curednutrition.com, use code POPFAM POPFAM for your discount code. curednutrition.com, you get their serenity gummies. I also recommend if you're dealing with some anxiety, try their broad spectrum CBD. If you need a little extra help on the sleep side, their Zen caps, their nightcaps, both phenomenal products. And if you need something with focus, they have a product called Rise that is also amazing. They use CBD, they use functional mushrooms, adaptogens, incredible ingredients, incredible people. Go to curednutrition.com, use code POPFAM for your discount code, try the gummies and whatever whatever else you wanna try, I would love to hear about it. But hopefully that all makes sense. And I know that uh, I do repeat myself frequently, but I feel like these messages are so important because we often lose sight when there's, this, there's such an emotional attachment to improving body composition and getting leaner and losing weight that sometimes we lose sight of what it actually entails and that we're actively choosing it and nobody's forcing us to choose it. So like, remember the sacrifices that go along with it, which is why we're not dieting all the time we're not restricting, we're not depriving ourselves, we're making fat loss suck as little as possible. And we're only pursuing fat loss at selective times throughout the year. Most of the time we should be thriving. We should be pursuing maintenance and building muscle and performing and living life and enjoying the process because we're playing this game for the love of the game. Hopefully that makes sense. I will talk to you guys very soon.